everyone, it's Judith Hope You're listening to Mad Love. Welcome. I have a lot of new listeners. I'm not sure if you want to hear the story of of how I got uh, to this name of this podcast. Uh, and if you've been a long time listener, you already know. But I'm tell it to you again. <laughs> so anyway, I was in Chicago. Oh man, many years ago, and. Um, uh, one of my friends from Howard, actually, I had a crush on him the whole time I was at Howard and he had me in the friend zone. So we wound up actually becoming really good friends. Um, and when I went to visit Chicago, I had graduated from college. So I was like in my late twenties and I was visiting mid to late twenties. Cause I was visiting one of my friends, uh, that I grew up with and she was ready to you know, at some point she was going to move right back. She was going to move back to St. Louis. But at this point she was living in Chicago. I was visiting her. Um, he knew I was in town. So he comes over with, um, the comedian Godfrey. Uh, I guess that was his friend. And my friend knew, uh, Godfrey from, uh, U of I university of Illinois, I think. So anyway, they, I, they had all these mutual friends and so, um, yeah, we wound up going to listen to very much like a Love Jones scenario, spoken word. Um, that was actually really happening. So I went to a show before the movie. This was at least a year or two before Love Jones came out. And so we were sitting in the crowd and it was so much fun. I mean, everybody was, you know, having a drink, feeling good. And uh, one of the poets came out and his name was Mad Love. And what was really fun about it is uh, the crowd loved him. He was clearly a regular. And uh, the MC would always be like, why are you so mad? Why are you so mad? It was just great. And then he, I don't remember his poetry and I don't really care for poetry. I, it's just not something that moves me. I I don't like it that much, but I did enjoy his performance of it. And uh, it was just great. It was really, really, really great. And um, so flash forward many, you know, a couple decades later, I'm uh, listening to Gary Vaynerchuk and he was like, you need to get on this app called Anchor. Uh, I'm not invested in it, but I think it's going to be huge. Audio is huge. Get on there early and stake out your space. So I was like, okay, because <laughs> I wanted to do a podcast because I was a blogger. I blogged, you know, mostly uh, stuff that was against George W. Bush. But, you know, people read my blog and I made some friends uh, through my blog. And uh, after that sort of died down, I, you know, podcasting was sort of like the cousin of blogging. So I wanted to do something and uh, I, I moved into to this platform because of Gary V. As I was filling out my form on Anchor, I think I start I called it Just Media Works, which is the name of my company. So then I was like, wait, that's and the name of my company comes from my blogging because I was just Judith as a blogger. And so when I needed a company name, I just lopped off the Judith and left it at Just. And it's perfect now especially as I move into the type of um, communication and, and media projects that I have in the in the chamber that I can't talk about yet. It's the perfect name. So anyway, uh, I went with Just Media Works and then 
I don't know, something as I kept making episodes, I was like, I got to give the show a real name. I can't just go by my company name. So that's how I was sitting there and I was thinking, God, what is what would be a good name? And I was like, mm, Mad Love, Adjust Media Works Production. So I didn't have to rebrand totally because people had been listening to it as Just Media Works. And that's how we got here. And uh, that's why I can't say Mad Love. It has to be Mad Love because that's the way he was saying it. And it was so awesome. Very, very cool. Um, I don't, you know, there's no follow up to that. I don't really talk to uh, the guys anymore that were there that night. It's not like we're not friends. We're Facebook friends. Uh, uh, we've been knowing each other since 19, what, 87. But, you know, you lose touch with people. And uh, I'm sure he's still friends with Godfrey. And I'm still friends with my friend because uh, we basically grew up together. But, yeah. That was a very, very special night. I really enjoyed that. And I'll be honest, I've had dudes try to, you know, romance me with their poetry. And then then they want to ask you, what part did you like the most? And it's like, I, I, I liked all of it about the same. I'm not into poetry. I don't know why. It just doesn't move me. I, I don't dig it. And uh, I wouldn't have just enjoyed reading that. But watching him perform it was awesome, and it left a ma- uh, an amazing impression. And that's how we have the title "Mad Love" by Just Media Works. Yeah, chew on that. Enjoy. <laughs> no, but seriously, thank you. It, it, I get a lot of compliments on the name of the podcast. Uh, in fact, you know, I try to keep a low key, of, you know, in certain circles, and uh, <laughs> I know one person who's like, "Hey, man." love and I'm like oh lord what about discretion (laughs) so anyway we're getting closer to the day that I can just be myself and get paid to be myself and uh do the work that I feel like I was put here to do one step closer and I'm excited about that uh, so anyway, yeah, that's the story of Mad Love, how we got titled uh, after, and how we started. You know, I just wanted to, to talk. And shockingly, I will not feel like I have anything to say. And then I'll, you know, be 10 minutes in like, oh, OK, you know, uh, that's pretty much how I live. Uh, I have an opinion about everything, almost everything. And, uh, you know, I like to talk and chop it up. So that's that. I'm going to be trying to get some guests back on. Uh, that's going to be fun. Um, maybe we'll revisit doing the the um, going into a studio because that got canceled last year because of COVID. And I really wanted to do that. So I was super disappointed. I was going to do like a women's roundtable with like some uh, people my age and some younger people, younger girls and just, you know, have a good conversation and the place I was going to do it is called Gaslight so Gaslight is unique in that it's a studio it's a recording studio in the back but there's windows and in the front you can get some seriously delicious heavy drinks (laughs) they pour heavy and watch people record their album or their you know in this case podcast so anyway that's that uh I was watching uh, last night there was nothing on TV, which I should be working harder. But in all honesty, this last year and, and plus for me has been challenging. But especially with COVID 
and uh, the caretaking, all of it, man, it's just, or caregiving, it's just been a lot. And I want to push myself. I want to uh, get reassemble a full production team. Oh, here's an asshole with this loud ass car. Dude, they have the nerve to warm that shit up at night. You know, it'd be like 10 o'clock at night. Listen to that. You can know you can hear it. If you're standing outside, you really can hear. You can't even hear the person you're talking to. Ugh. Anyway, looking forward to being done with that, too. Um, But I can't remember what I was saying, man. I'm so annoyed. Oh, I should be working harder instead of watching TV, but I'm just tired. I really am. I need a vacation more than anybody. And I can see the end of the tunnel here. And I think before the year is out, I'm going to take a nice trip and uh, probably just stare at the wall or the ocean for a while. One of my friends was like, come visit me. You can say I was like, I don't want to do any of that. I'm not trying to hurt anybody's feelings. I probably just I'm going to stare at a wall. (laughs) And it sounds crazy, but it's true. I'm I am fried. And, you know, I have a life that has been defined by hard things. I wanted I'm a film major. I have, I'm still an aspiring filmmaker, you know, that's not been easy. People have been in their careers for 25 years now, and I'm just now breaking ground. Um, Like I said, this has not been a life defined by uh, easy living, you know, but this has truly been the hardest time for me ever, ever. And uh, yeah. It's just I and I pray that people don't ever have to go through this. If you have if you're in your 30s and 40s, get talk to your parents now about what their plans are for their future. Um, They won't want to talk to you. They probably won't, you know, crack open the safe on the first talk. But you need to figure out what their finances are, what the plan is. Do they have long term health care insurance? What what are they going to do? Who will they live with? What Will they have to live with someone? What is the plan? You need to talk. And um, yeah, it's going to be difficult and it's going to be frustrating. And you're not going to like it, but you want to talk about it now, not then, not in the future when it's like, oh, shit. You know, it's, it's just a lot. It really is. And I'm not trying to bring anybody down. I'm just trying to get you prepared. Uh, preparation is important. Um, so anyway, that's pretty much where I am. I need a vacation. I'm super tired. Uh, like I said, I need to, you know, I have some people that I'm collaborating with and working with on the music in and trying to resurrect that. So the music that you hear to all the new listeners, that is from my production team. Uh, the music right now is sort of a loss leader for my company because basically, and so is the podcast really, but basically, you know, none of those things, neither of those things are generating a ton of revenue right now, but um, it's content and the music catalog is designed essentially to go into my uh, film projects, which is why it's so when you hear me describe how we came across certain sounds and why we did what we did. And it sounds like I'm in charge. It's That's why, because I have ideas and I want those executed so I can do something with them later. And then that's pretty much how I plan to make money with the music because, you know, there's so much music out here. It's really hard to stand out. And I'm 
the people I'm working with, we're always just trying to be about the work. Nobody's trying to be Drake out here. You know, we wouldn't be mad at Drake numbers, but we're not trying to, you know, come and be on stage and be on your TV sets. And, and, you know, none of us want to be stars like that. You know, we just want to make a strong music catalog, which is what we have. And probably as an executive, I'll have to move on, move out and sign artists that do want to be stars like that. Um, But for now, my production team, which is the Culprit Manifest, is designed to create sounds that I can use in film and television projects. And uh, they're all out available on Spotify and Apple Music and uh, everywhere you listen to music, Amazon Music. uh, Yeah, so that's cool. And then the podcast is now on Audible and Stitcher and and Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you listen, uh, the podcast is there. And the podcast is also kind of a loss leader. Um, And by loss leader, I mean like the way Costco sells the $5 chicken. They don't make a lot of profit off of that. They make no profit off the chicken. But they know when people come in for that $5 chicken, they're they're going to buy probably $200 more worth of stuff. <laughs> so it gets people in the door, basically. And that's kind of how I feel about the podcast and and the music. You know, it's getting people into the doors, making people pay attention to Just Media Works. You see our label on a lot of different uh, music projects. Uh, and you can Google us and we're a real company. Um, but where the rubber meets the road, where it really gets real for me, is when we start moving into uh, motion media projects, which would include film and TV. And uh, working on a deal. And I'm excited. I think I'm very close to getting the money to do the pilot for my for my TV series. And I'm actually in talks with someone trying to figure out if I should turn it into an intellectual property, which may which would mean a book um, just to, you know, uh, amplify, solidify uh, the legit the legitimacy of the project, which sounds cool. I just I need somebody to talk me into that. Um So yeah, a lot of different moving pieces. I'm excited about all of it. I'm excited about this podcast. I love this podcast. And, uh, you know, I hope to be doing it and carving time out to do it even as I'm, you know, on set. Um, So yeah, thank you for listening now. And know that you're appreciated. And I know you're not going to be jumping on no bandwagons because you were here in the beginning. And that's what makes us close. That's what makes us real friends. That's real love. That's mad love for you. You know what I mean? It's not fake. So I appreciate that. You don't wait till I get successful to fall in love. You're just there for me because you love the real me. And you have to to listen to this. (laughs) You really, really have to. Because there are no bells and whistles. This is just real talk. You know, it's just me in my opinion stream of consciousness every day and now i gotta get ready for work so be your best take care of yourselves and we'll talk soon all right bye